Welcome to podcast number 12 for Thanks for Your Service. I'm David Hall. Thanks for Your Service is a news and information resource and its focus is on historical topics relating to the Australian military. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Thanks for Your Service. Our website is www.thanksforyourservice.net. You can also email us at info at thanksforyourservice.net. In this podcast, we head to Melbourne to learn about the Great War Association. The president of the association, Michael Crump, joins us. What is the Australian Great War Association, OIF? Uh, It's a group of dedicated, like-minded people that are devoted to the honouring those that have served in the Australian military. We wear the uniform of the World War I Australian digger, but uh, that's, um, that's just because that's what we're interested in. And when was it actually formed? AGLA's been around for about 24 years, uh, formed in 1994. It was first known as the 59th Battalion, but we we changed the name in the early 2000s. And who makes up the association and who can actually join? We've got uh, members of all ages in the association. Uh, We've got uh, a dedicated group of young female nurses too that dress in World War One nursing uniform run by our captain, Michael Reardon, who's a terrific bloke. And what sort of activities does the association undertake? Oh, we, we cover a broad spectrum of, of uh, things we do. We do uh, static displays where we'll put on uh, a display of all our World War One original equipment, um, either personal or to do with the battalions themselves. The medical department has all their own uh, medical panniers and all the surgical equipment and, and everything like that. Uh, we do uh, schools, give educational speaking uh, talks to schools, uh, RSLs, the um, Australian War Memorial of Arsis. We've done honour guards, firing parties, catapult guards, scout groups and any other requests we get. So we do cover a, a huge amount of varying activities. And you mentioned that, that, that obviously the, the uniforms are based on the Australians in World War One. Where do you get the uniforms from? Uh, we, we have two sources. One is um, Lawrence Ordnance in Sydney. Uh, they're their uh, uniforms and their webbing is uh, outstanding. It's in it's really good gear. Uh, some of the other gear we get from a supplier called Warwick's Militaria in Dandenong here in Victoria, and other things are sourced offline privately through eBay and all those other places where we hunt down original items. And the weapons that you display are historically accurate. In this day and age, how do you get permission to display them in public? Well, uh, our members that do have shooting licences, once they've been in the association for a a period of time where we find them a fit, a proper person, we we give them a letter of endorsement which goes into the police and their licence is then endorsed so that they can carry in public. All our weapons are live-firing original World War I 303s. Uh, some of our officers carry uh, uh, imitation Webley revolvers um, and uh, original swords. Uh, so yeah, we've uh, we've got we do fire blank rounds on, on um, ceremonial days, 
um, with World War One original drill, uh, which is different than uh, drill after World War One. The cadence changed. In terms of the drilling that you do, how different is the drill from World War One as compared to what drill that the army or the military would actually perform today? Just prior to the um, the the end, of, the start of World War Two, the drill went from uh, one movement a second. In World War One, it was one movement a second, and into World War Two, it moved to the count of three. So you do one, two, three, one, two, three, and on on every uh, one, you'd make a movement. So the the drill work after World War One was a lot slower than than the original World War One drill. Where can people go to find out more about the association? You have a very active Facebook page, but is there uh, other sources people can go to find out about it? Yeah, well, we have a web page as well, um, and they can contact us through either the Facebook page or the web page to the secretary, uh, Wayne. He's a, he's a terrific bloke. Uh, so uh, we welcome anyone who is interested at all to come along to our drill nights. We have them at Oakley RSL on the third Thursday of every month. We start off at 6.30 with dinner and then we start drill training at 7.30. How many people are in the association today in terms of their active involvement in, in, uh, in displays, etc.? We, we have about 26. There are some interstate uh, members that we have. Um, so. Uh, we also do the the Australian the Avalon Air Show, uh, which is an exciting event every two years. We actually fire seventeen thousand blank rounds in three days, uh, reenacting battles between the Australians and the Germans. Uh, we have uh, members that come in from interstate that portray the Germans, and it's very interesting because they actually only speak in German in front of the public. So. If they get a real understanding of, of, uh, of the uh, realities of war, um, and so it's it's, it's uh, very interesting. We've had German people come up in amazement to hear uh, World War One German soldiers speaking in German in Australian at an air show. So that's um, it's quite good. Michael, thank you so much for your time today. The website for the association is www.agwa.org.au and you can search for them on Facebook. That's the podcast for today. We're keen to hear your feedback. The email again is info at thanksforyourservice.net or leave a comment on our Facebook page. And if you're listening to us via iTunes, please leave a review. If you're interested in sponsorship or support of this podcast, head to our website or email us. You can also support us via Patreon. The link is www.patreon.com. Thanks for your service. The version of the last post is courtesy of Rachel Bostock. You can find links to her music on our website and Facebook page. Thanks for listening.